0: Hey everyone. This is the better I guess we'll call it the culture cast. This is a this is a practice bonus episode while we're waiting for the rest of our podcasters. I'm joined here by Joe Neubauer at Joe Knows MMA. I'm Matt Crocomo with Matthew J. Better, a credentialed writer and a student of health and comedy, trying to maximize the human experience. And today we're gonna do that by talking movies and or television shows, just that that, that mass culture that has the potential to touch everybody and even though we're passionate about health and cage fighting we of course love our movies um let's see what have i watched recently i've been getting back into game of thrones always into game of thrones i love game of thrones um it's a good show it's excellent it's excellent my my opinion possibly the best television show ever maybe maybe like i've watched the whole series twice and i want to start watching it again it's crazy there's so much going on and so much that changes and this show, which is something that comes up in a lot of these really great, high-caliber high cable dramas like, you know, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy. I love all... Those shows are all... I love those shows, The Americans. Um, it, what I really like about it is it shows these characters... It's not a clear-cut, black-and-white moral decisions that they have to make. You, you kind of go along with the ride, and you see how you you see that moral gray area and always like it seems like that's the thing that they always really kind of zero in on with these characters and all these shows and it's 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 a mate like the the this one the the main villain family in game of thrones are the lannisters and the the main well i don't know if he's the main lannister but jamie lannister he's the the big deal knight He's nasty. In the first in the first episode, you see him push a ten year old boy out of a tall window because the the boy is you know the Stark family. It's their son. Uh, He that's basically if there is a good family, it's the Starks. Uh, He sees them. He sees him being incestuous with his queen sister, and so he pushes him out the window to try to cover their story. Mm-hmm. So throughout the rest of this series... That part you is sh- what had me hooked. Yeah. Oh. Throughout the series, you should, and you pretty much do, but you really should hate Jamie Lannister throughout the entire thing, no matter what happens. But there are things here and there throughout the series where you see the the deeper parts of his character. Um, I know you, you're not quite caught up to speed, so I'm not going to give away any spoilers. That was in the pilot. So if you didn't see... Uh Brandon Stark get pushed out the window. Then you didn't even see the first episode, so you know, I didn't give a yes. I saw that, back. and that
1: was actually the moment that had me hooked on Game of Thrones for a little while. Seriously. I just got access to HBO back, ah. So I took a, treat. a long, yeah. I mean, I watched seven fourteen Thrones. Winter is here. It was about two seasons worth. And Winter then, is here. Ten days after the Fourth of July. It's like the cord just was taken. Like the cord was just unplugged, and I didn't have HBO for a while.
0: I, I would highly recommend trying to squeeze that the rest of that series in before the yeah. new season starts.
1: Oh. Oh, so good. Right now, I'm on a search. Maybe Game of Thrones will be the next one I restart. But right now, as I'm re like looking for something new to start, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a new TV show to get into. As of course, we're about you know we're gearing up, and this is a practice run for our better fight cast. There's no fights for the next two weekends really worth talking you about. You gotta find so some content. I'm gonna be in a serious drought. I need to find something really good to watch to hold my entertainment when I get my free time, and. Game of Thrones might be the winner of what I choose next. Now, of course, my go-to is always when I go to bed, I have to have TV on. Mm-hmm. I think I've watched the series of Everybody Loves Raymond about ten times over now. There's nine seasons, and I can honestly say I've seen every episode at least two to three times.
0: Everybody Loves Raymond holds up. Every every single episode I've seen, and I have probably seen most of them, solid. Jokes. Funny. Front to back. <laughs> consistent there's no real weird a feel jump comedy. the shark moments at any point uh throughout the series where they like introduced weird characters or did weird things to change the characters mm-hmm. yeah i mean the, the that's yeah that, that was back that you know that, that that show came out before cable started taking over mm-hmm. and there were still a lot more of these higher quality writers out there i guess i i don't really watch too many sitcoms these days but i know modern family solid and that, that, that that might not even be considered a half hour comedy. It's not even mm-hmm. a sitcom because it's, it's you know five cameras or whatever it's not you know the, the there's no wall where all, all the cameras come from I think that's mm-hmm. called a four camera is what a traditional sitcom is with a laugh track. but there aren't there aren't too many shows out there that are that good. Most of these sitcoms are trash and everybody loves Raymond holds up. They're
1: trying to do so much in 20 minutes where everybody mm-hmm. loves Raymond they did less but so simple but in a good funny tone.
0: Yeah, it was, it's like they zeroed in on the crazy nuances of mm-hmm. the family, and so you don't need to do so much. You you do a lot with less.
1: Yes, yes. They made just everything work. In my opinion, it's the best sitcom of all time. Of course, that is my opinion. It is mm-hmm. definitely my favorite by a mile. Um, I know there's other ones that you can argue with that are better. I mean, I've seen Seinfeld. and Yeah, Seinfeld I mean, Seinfeld is Seinfeld's the good. first
0: one that came to mind. In my opinion, Seinfeld does not hold up like Everybody Loves Raymond. I I, I
1: used to love. You want to know why? Here's my thought it. process on I'm that. Watching... From season one to season nine of Everybody Loves Raymond, every single one of them were gold. Well, that's one thing.
0: That's a very good point too, because that's a, that's a that's a good argument for what makes the best TV show the best TV show. Do you just take the best seasons? Because mm-hmm. then you can make a very strong episode for The Simpsons.
1: Because mm-hmm. seasons
0: three through five or six. The
1: Family Guy. Oh,
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> but Family but if you average up every single episode and mm-hmm. you know grade them, and they, they, that Simpsons is low. That's gonna be mm-hmm. in like the teens, maybe. Maybe we're down to single digits at this point.
1: I don't even know. Bro, I remember Seinfeld's like last two seasons. they Oh just weren't, god, I'm trying to they were muster through them and it's a wreck. They were awful. And then Seinfeld was very hit or miss you would well, love for one years episode, for years that, like, it was hit for years i oh, mean yeah, i think
0: they invented the term water cooler show because it was a show that people talked about at the water cooler at work the next day mm-hmm. everybody wants to be that water cooler show but back before viral was viral it was water cooler and seinfeld nailed it and they were they they were they were the best for they were among the best for a, a decent amount of time. And those last seasons were pretty bad. Well, ratings but Even wise, if you. Oh my God. Well, those last seasons were terrible. TV
1: Guy did give them number one sitcom of all time.
0: Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, but even if you consider. Even if you just take the cream of the crop, the best of the best episodes, the best seasons, I still would probably say that everybody loves Raymond, holds up more for whatever reason. I don't know if it's I don't just know personal why. reasons because I love the whole cast. Maybe I it's, love every character. Maybe it's because it centers on a family. So it's. Not quite so entrenched in its time period, whereas Seinfeld, it's you know late eighties, early nineties, I guess early nineties, mid nineties, but it mm-hmm. still had that like late eighties feel, especially at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Especially some of them jackets, some of them jackets <laughs> on those shirts. women.
1: Oh yeah, poofy the hair. hair, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah,
0: yeah, that yeah, he just held on to that from the eighties, and maybe because it's you know young adults running around and hit Manhattan or whatnot. The the I mean, not that they talked about a lot of current events, but. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just It just doesn't it doesn't last in the time capsule like that if you take it out. like I, just, I was just kind of bored with it. I don't I know. I mean,
1: it, for me, in Seinfeld, and I love Jerry Seinfeld, oh yeah, but George Costanza yeah. and Kramer, it really was the supporting cast with him. They were, yeah, they were all he very important. George Costanza and Kramer, they were just so yeah perfect. So opposite. Mm-hmm. All four characters so opposite, mm. and then you had the little injections of like, of course, Seinfeld's dad, no Ben Stiller's dad, yeah Jerry Stiller, Jerry Stiller, as Stiller as he as Frank was great. Oh my god, of gosh. course there was Newman, yeah, he was fantastic. I mean, they had a lot of great episodes. I mean, the Soup Nazi might be the number one episode of all time for Seinfeld. I don't know if I don't know if anybody when the they think of Nazi. Seinfeld, they don't think of No Soup for You. The Soup, yeah, I I when I was young
0: when that came out and i was running running around yelling that little catchphrase also and i thought it was the best episode ever but you know what looking back on it i think the soup nazi episode that might have been a a an omen of the turn that seinfeld would take kind of a similar turn that the simpsons took where it just got a little too ridiculous like it took a took a couple steps outside of the universe it had already established Mm and you know we got homer becoming president or what i mean I know they do all kinds i know they yeah. they, they they've done everything they can cuz they've run out of ideas on the simpsons i mean i did
1: like their season finale it was a cool it was a cool idea you I mean I the like series finale were where they yeah making a sitcom it was a, it on was themselves a, that they already been doing for 9 years in a very big sitcom i mean i liked it he finally got a show approved he, he had the pilot that going wasn't through. the finale the no?
0: finale was no that that happened uh, about 2 thirds of the way through the series maybe i remember that
1: but yeah, i thought the finale no, was approved for the No,
0: in the the season finale, they all got arrested for not helping out someone getting mugged or something along those lines. It was like the good citizen's law where you're obligated to help out somebody else who's in distress. And they were across the street laughing at the guy or the girl. And so they got arrested. And so it was a two-hour episode, I believe, where they were all on trial and they brought back... As many people as they could throughout the entire series to testify against their character. Uh, you know what I got to the whole the, this. series. It's that. Was, I mean, it was a brilliant idea for a finale with with the show that had really gone off the rails and everybody mm-hmm. was just they, we they were really pulled ready. it together. We for were all the ready end. for yeah. it to be over. Just put it out of its misery. That was a pretty decent episode. It was. It was, I mean, it was. It was a pretty cool idea. A little hokey in the end times of Seinfeld tradition, but. They executed it well, and I'm pretty sure the Soup Nazi was on all kinds of characters from Mm -hmm. all the seasons, not just like the later ones. And it was it was a it was a good it was a good idea for a season finale and or series finale, and I think they pulled it off pretty well.
1: I mean, I'm big on season finales, and I thought the Raymond ended perfectly. Series finales, yes, and I thought Raymond ended perfectly. When right,
0: spoiler alert, how did it
1: end? It just ended. They had a very small scare with Raymond in the hospital, showed how serious the family loved him. Okay. And then they went back home, and they were just having a dinner, and the whole family was around the table. They were still kind of just cracking jokes, but they were still very united and together. And it was everybody you know, loves Raymond has heart, and Seinfeld yes. does not have heart really, and that's the thing that sets it apart.
0: It's mm-hmm. one reason why I can't really get into it's always sunny. It's always sunny. I think is the modern Seinfeld. A lot of people love it. That's a very I know. I show. mean, it's great. I mean, that, I, I mean, that's it. a show where it is. It's, it's one of those hit it it's or it's misses funny. though. It's pretty much funny throughout every single episode. I'm just not into watching sociopaths, I guess. I kind of got that out of my system watching It gets a little Seinfeld. too out of hand yeah, I just and it's just, yeah. I want,
1: I don't, you know. It's like it, Saturday Night Live. It just goes way over the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but Everybody Loves Raymond, they do a nice blend of the heart, you know, emotional kind of stuff, as well as the funny. And I bet even when he's in the hospital bed and they're getting a little weepy, they're able to put in those jokes here and there there and they're probably
1: excellent I I can just imagine I can just imagine yeah everybody was didn't even tell him about it that he almost didn't wake up out of a coma a short induced coma that only lasted for two minutes and then once he found out that he was in one he started freaking out with his paranoid (laughs) self and then he stops and he looks at everybody and goes well what did everybody do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he wanted to see the reaction. It was funny. It was lighthearted. Then it got serious with the dad, who's always playing this macho. Yeah, Peter I don't Boyle. I care about magnificent, it. Magnificent. Oh, magnificent.
0: What a great go, job. Go check out a Taxi Driver. You want to see some vintage Peter Boyle. Okay. There's Is that Robert De
1: Niro? Yeah. Uh, okay, one of yeah. my favorites. One of my favorites. We're talking Scorsese earlier. I've been getting into cl- classic movies lately. I want to watch stuff that was before our time, before all this technology bullcrap. when it was just you acted. You acted the part. It wasn't all these big... Like displays of sci-fi or, mm. or crazy action sequences or anything like that. I mean, that those are fine, but it doesn't need
0: part. to all be that. No, and that's what the that's what every studio wants because that's what's guaranteed to make the money. So they're not as worried about good plots, mm-hmm.
1: unfortunately. I mean, one of my favorite actors, like you know, Robert De Niro was a good point. Mm-hmm. Of it. Uh, Al Pacino, mm-hmm. he's another one who I think was just a master of. They really made you feel the character they were playing. They were so spectacular. You want to check them. out
0: some vintage Pacino. I recommend Dog Day Afternoon where he, the whole thing, basically the whole movie is him holding up a bank. Mm-hmm. Not the best premise necessarily, but it is a classic film. It's probably got some famous director. I can't even remember who it was. i to say like a, I don't even know. You know, three
1: of my favorite Pacino movies that come off the top of my head are probably going to really surprise you. Okay. I'm not saying they're better than his other ones. Like, like I know... Uh, he's
0: got a mental health issue in Dog Day Afternoon. I'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. He, he pulls that off very well. He's I'm got sure. A, he's got a thing with he's his partner. Played,
1: I haven't seen a movie Excellent. he's been bad in yet.
0: Right. I just want to, to get something else to know about three that Three of my movie newer you, movies yeah. where
1: I got to go to... Because, you know, the, the, like that movie you just said, that's a little bit before my time. I,
0: I got one in my mind. I'm going to pray you don't say it. I'm going to let you say your three. And then I'll tell you what that okay. is. Okay.
1: My three is going to shock you because I think they're oh my God. gems. Oh my God. And they didn't get the biggest reviews. I mean, they got good mm-hmm. reviews, but of course, Heat. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah, recommend yeah, yeah. Heat. You to can't anybody. mess around with Heat. Yeah, yeah. Heat's the, a classic. Heat, and I thought Al Pacino and Robert. Classic. Oh, my God. Albertino and Robert De Niro, they finally played together. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they got the credit they deserved because maybe because it was built up so high. But they still did a fantastic oh, yeah. job. That was a great movie. Heat's another we'll one of those movies finish. that a
0: lot of people, I think, almost. Some people argue that it's like a perfect movie. It is kind of long for me to be a perfect movie, a but long, but, it but was maybe great. not. I, 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 I the would whole go, thing I, again I saw recently. it when I was very young, so the the part of it being kind of long and drawn out stuck in a little bit. I've seen extended pieces of it since then, but I haven't sat down and watched the whole movie. I need to okay. learn how to freeze time okay. again, but yeah. one day. But yes, yeah, um, Heat. I'm with you on Heat.
1: Them. Uh, He's great in the, the other world. one I'm gonna say was a, is what was it? Devil's Advocate. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Reeves. I'm with
0: you. I was a big Devil's I mean, Advocate wow. fan. That
1: movie. Pacino. Wow. And
0: that movie is one of the few movies that is like a hundred times better than the book. I read yes. the book. And I was like, oh, oh, what? How did the, how did <laughs> this come from this? Yeah. It's it's, very, it's the rare, around, right? very rare. Very yeah. rare that the book is
1: pitiful compared. Like pitiful compared to the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, what's number three?
1: My number one, other one that I absolutely love that I could watch any time is Any Given Sunday. Okay, okay, okay. With Jamie Foxx. I okay, mean, I okay. thought respectable choices. that head coach. Those are respectable he, choices. Th- those are just three of the more recent ones. Those are the ones I actually watched the first three movies of Al Pacino that I fell in love with. Yeah, and they're so not they're not even your, considered his They're g- your gems. classic Pacino because that's what you yes. saw him in first. But they're not even considered his gems. No. Well, it's hard to compete I mean, with where's Scarface, the blind guy. Uh... I'll have to look that up, but Al Pacino played a blind guy, and wow, I mean wow. He was
0: in, I believe it was called Insomnia. I guess it would have been one of Robin Williams. I know what last you're talking about. Yeah, where they he's a cop. Robin Williams is a writer. They're in Alaska. Some murder, murder stuff going on. So I think Pacino's daughter might be a cop <laughs> in it too. Just psychological and I know physical the, I've thriller seen that movie. Before it was fantastic a fantastic movie. movie. Is Robin Williams the killer? Is he not?
1: Goofy, goofy stuff. Um, scent of a woman. Oh yeah, That's scent of was a woman. I'm so shit. weird. That's I do right. this on the MMA of podcast course. too. God, I'm,
0: it's funny because when you said blind, I, I immediately I, for some reason I went to insomnia. So I couldn't think of *Scent of a Woman*. Yeah, it's yeah. classic. It's one I of mean, the few Thanksgiving Day movies ah, too. Yeah,
1: You always look for holiday movies. That's a Thanksgiving. It movie. It was my dad's favorite movie. He told me for a long time. He said *Al Pacino* and the *Scent of a Woman* is just some of the best Hoo-ha! stuff ever. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, you gotta love. It. You oh gotta man, love it. but I mean, you gotta going from *Al Pacino* to *Robert De Niro*, one thing Hello. I wanted to talk about. Oh, welcome, to Gabby mm-hmm. underscore T. Gabrielle World Shirley, Shirley at Gabby
0: underscore T just jumped into our off-the-cuff movie. Mm-hmm better cast so she's here she's got a computer in her hands we're just
1: waiting for the insomniac who we put his picture on a milk carton last week pretty sure i saw him has been missing
0: i saw him in the driveway (laughs) i think
1: he's gonna be here tonight for the better fight cast but we're still in suspense and we're gonna find out here soon enough but right now as we were talking about, we were jumping on to Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. And I had to eat some words. Me and you had an argument on a previous podcast where it was kind of funny because I think I said the departed course directed by Morton Scorsese yeah. Yeah. was better than Goodfellas, also directed by Martin Scorsese. I mean, and I think I choked when he said that. You did no you, you gave me the look of disappointment. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can hear this anymore, guys. <laughs> was sitting here and i looked over at you and we were talking movies and you kind of just put your head down and had to really oh, did think I? about it yeah well it that took was not a minute to ingest I it <laughs> to this and this guy. i gotta say i just rewatched goodfellas also recently along with heat and i have to take back with what i said i still love the departed i I loved it from top to bottom I love everything about it I thought it was a beautiful movie I even liked the little rat at the end when it came out on the deck because it was a movie all about snitching it was just so many hmm, twists and turns that but the Goodfellas movie due Wait, to the, the, the time it was watched. also made it was made in right? the 90s yeah. like early 90s I think it was 1990 yeah maybe yeah that sounds about For right. For me to watch that movie just last week and still think of it as a just simple masterpiece. I mean,
0: arguably the best movie of all time. I'm not from saying it's my personal favorite,
1: but that's one that's in the so conversation. Good. Yes, perfect movie. It's right Every- up there with Rocky One, Rocky Two, and even yeah. Creed. As I loved Creed, I, I couldn't believe Creed how good They did Creed was excellent. I could excellent. not believe how good they did with Creed. But I mean, going on from sports movies, that's a completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to rewatch Goodfellas, and it wasn't until I rewatched it again where I really, I think, genuinely for the first time ever, appreciated it more. I mean, yes. it was so good. Yes. Ray Liotta was amazing, Robert De Niro and then of course Joe Pesci. I mean, mm-hmm. it just you couldn't have written it better. I mean, they 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 didn't
0: establish the gangster trope in that movie. Obviously, it had been around for decades, but they reinvented it and took over what it is to be a gangster in cinema. Mm. Or just in any media. I think mm-hmm. that, that it really did set the standard. It was like the new the new era of the gangster movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, casino a couple years follow up to I that like casino. I just rewatched Scorsese, Casino also De Niro, excellent, excellent movie also a great great role by Bill Paxton in that movie he plays mm-hmm. a scumbag that yep. De Niro's wife was uh, like friends with back in the day and used to date and he's it's right it's
1: you know and De Niro's dis- wife that was Sharon Stone, right yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. still beautiful mm-hmm. still looking so fine that movie was very good I loved Robert De Niro's character in that movie Mm-hmm. how he was just so to his interest into detail because that's mm-hmm. real life the people that are most yeah, the successful bookmaker, is someone just like him yeah the really
0: uh, uh, attentive to detail bookie the bookkeeper and he was yeah he, he did a masterful performance in that um let's see we mentioned Taxi Driver oh we're talking Scorsese movies this mm-hmm. doesn't have Pacino or De Niro in it but I have a very uh soft spot in my heart for bringing out the dead Very possibly the most under one of the most underrated,
1: if not the most underrated. Cam, I mean, off podcast. I'm gonna write down a couple of these movies you're telling me. That's like the third one you said that I I feel like I gotta go check out. It's excellent, especially with a weekend of no MMA for the better fight cast. Definitely check out *Bring On the Dead*.
0: Nicholas Cage plays an ambulance driver in New York City. The whole, basically, the whole movie takes place at night. It's over, the, it's over the oh. course of like three or four nights. Yeah, this is one of Nicolas Cage's finest performances, in my opinion. What's this called again? Bringing Out the Dead. Bringing, oh, I know it. movie Bringing that Out is. Bringing Out the Dead. That was the
1: movie that made Nicolas Cage, right? No, no, no,
0: no, no. No? No, he's, he'd already been established for a oh, while. Wow, this, okay. this isn't... This is like, I think that's
1: the one... I want to say that's the one that got really critically... Like, it was like an underground type of movie. Like, it didn't maybe. get the financial success it deserved. Probably not. But I remember hearing a lot of people say, like, start that movie. It's really good. I mean,
0: it's so throughout the course, it takes place over the course of three or four nights. He's got three different partners in each one. And I I, I wouldn't be surprised if you could find some some kind of dissertations where they're trying to say that these guys are supposed to be metaphors for some Greek gods or some weird mythology or something. Like, there's so much going on with that movie, and it's got a lot of like spiritual undertones and stuff. I mean, it's called Bringing Out the Dead. Throughout the movie, he's haunted by a girl he couldn't save, her ghost pops up here and there and not like a not like a horror movie like a psychological haunting kind of thing uh i think john goodman plays his partner the first night marvelous performance i like john goodman bing Mm -hmm. rames is the second partner if i'm not mistaken and he is he oh he Mm. he kills it he crushes it and i believe the third and final night you see him at least with with driving the ambulance is uh tom sizemore you know who tom sizemore is Mm -hmm. nuts he's nuts and he's beautiful in that movie he's great got the, he's in saving private Ryan he's in true romance I can't even think of anything else he's been in right now jail <laughs> uh, And Patricia Arquette plays the love interest her father is someone that they show up to save early in the movie, and he's in the hospital throughout the movie. So Patricia Arquette's in and out of the hospital, in and out of the ER, visiting, and she keeps stumbling into Nicolas Cage and everything, and that's how their relationship kind of builds. And they end up crossing paths a couple different times later in the movie, independent of the hospital. And it's just, just a great psychological drama, I guess, is really the only way to put it. It's not really... A, I mean, it's got some... Psychological thrillery moments, like I said, with him being haunted and all mm-hmm. that, but that it's not supposed to. It's not really supposed to be like a, like a mind job kind of movie so much. Like at least not in the sense of like twists and turns and like oh this person's really a bad guy. I thought they were the good guy. Like nothing like that. But just a lot of great characters along yeah. the way. Just just wonderful. Oh, mm. oh I highly recommend bringing <laughs> out the dead.
1: Yeah, I gotta po- write that.
0: Possibly down. my favorite Scorsese movie. I might like that movie better than Goodfellas. Really? It, maybe. Maybe. Taxi driver. Like, I'm not, like, maybe, maybe. It's been a couple years since I've seen it, but it's okay. beautiful imagery, beautiful cinematography. Uh, mm.
1: I think I hear the rise of the insomniac. All
0: right. Well, let's call it a day on the movie podcast. Thanks, everybody. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I guess you've got to find better health in the world. I'm not sure what we're going to title this. <laughs> No, we got started. It's an off-the-cuff thing. Hey, the Insomniacs here to jump in on our impromptu movie movie cast. We started while we were waiting for everybody to show up.
1: And he's he leaving He told me again. I should have texted him, but Goodbye. I called him twice. See and I got the ignore button, by the way, people.
0: Bye. He did get the ignore
1: button. I had some personal issues to take care of, but anyways. Shout out to Cable Guy. That's what I was just quoting. Another excellent movie. Nothing to do with anything guy. we're talking about. <laughs>
0: we, do, we were talking about Ben Stiller earlier, so, I mean, that can kind of fit. Yeah, he was in that, wasn't he? He was also in Headwinds. No, he wrote weights. and
1: directed it. Oh Let's make sure we talk about the Cable Guy next podcast, because I think we could all argue about that one.
0: I think it might be Jim Carrey's most underrated movie. He's got a couple. <laughs> the Truman Show, another very underrated. That was a very
1: good movie. I thought I just went on a Jim Carrey marathon. Nice. Just very recently, because I'm a 90s kid, mm-hmm. and in the 90s, Jim Carrey was dope. Oh, yeah. Point blank, Jim Carrey was dope. Mm-hmm. He was the man, especially after Ace Ventura. He yeah, could I guess do lately... Nothing
0: really great comes to mind.
1: No, not lately. But he had his run. He had yeah. a great run. Yeah, you only go the, on so many runs like I mean, that. Bruce
0: Almighty, I guess, was his last big hurrah that I can really think about. That was actually good.
1: Yeah, I'm.
0: Well, Yes Man was pretty good. It was him and Zooey Deschanel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it's kind of like a Will Ferrell movie. It's, just like it's 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 nothing new. It's still got funny jokes throughout and everything. I thought it was. I remember thinking it was well written. I don't think I saw the whole thing.
1: That's a movie I got to rewatch.
0: Maybe. Not after you watched the entire yeah, series. Yeah, the one was in Game of Renee three.
1: Zellweger, too. Uh, was that 23? No. That, that was, movie was weird. That movie was okay. Yeah. I mean, it kept me watching. I watched the whole thing. I always say if I watched the whole movie, yeah. it at least kept my interest, so it's at least okay. What
0: did Jim Carrey do with Renee Zellweger? He did,
1: First, he did two things. First, he played the State Trooper. It was uh, me, myself, and Irene.
0: That was Renee Zellweger? Yeah. Oh, and then that there was, was another movie. one.
1: I swear there was another one he did. Now, me and myself and Irene was a great movie. Yes, that honest. was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. Very good. Before the Farley brothers, just <laughs> Dumb and Dumber, they were excellent. Oh, that one with the twins, the Farley brothers did. Yeah. The, it was Matt Damon and, twins oh, oh, that was bad. That that was stuck worst on you, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it was called? Yeah. It was I went stuck to the on, who was the other guy? Was it? It wasn't Owen Wilson. It was, was stuck it? on stupid, is what yeah. it was. I can't remember who it was. I just remember Matt Damon. I was like, wow, really, Matt? Yeah, it was bad. Goodwill hunting at this. Ugh. Yeah. He needs to stick with Jason Bourne.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
1: All right. Well,
0: we'll call it a day on that. uh Follow me at Matthew J. Better. Joe at Joe's MMA. Gabby at Gabby underscore T. And Sean, even though he wasn't really here for this podcast, but he, he jumped in at the end. So that's cool. At MMA underscore Insomniac. Follow all the shows at Better Hall. That's at Better H A W. And again. Find Better Health in the World on iTunes and SoundCloud. We love you guys and girls. Peace. Check out the Better Fight Cast. Better Health in the World.